That's right. It is a Friday afternoon, which means a position-by-position preview from myself, John Jansen, and, of course, Jason Mezrahi as well. This is all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link. That is all the ways you can download the Sharp app if you go to that link. Again, sharp.link and the App Store, either Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, anywhere where you download your apps is where you can find the Sharp app. And make sure, because what we're doing tonight, we're going to use the projection model, which we can you can use when you sign up, windailysports.com, get a gold membership, but also the optimizer available as well. And the Discord chat. We'll be in there all weekend long, messing with lineups. Even NBA will be doing as well. But NFL, when it comes to this Sunday, be there Sunday morning, not only just at 11 a.m. listening to Sticks and Ghosts, but also in the Discord chat. Jason helped out somebody win. I think it was you that helped out somebody pick Nick Chubb, and it meant the complete difference in their lineup. Yeah, Chubb over Kelsey. I never really yeah. want to, like, discredit Kelsey. I just thought Chubb was in a better spot, going to be lesser owned. Had a big day. Guy made $5,000 on a pivot, so I love seeing that. It was a great, great weekend. I know Sticks won a bunch of money. A lot of people won a bunch of money, and expert Two chat. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row they've done it. Yeah, the expert chat's the way to go, man. Like, it's it's tough deciphering through all the news, late breaking news. And just, you know, you want some confidence in so many questions. And, you know, there's about 15 different pros in there on Sunday morning, all week long, every single sport, every day in NBA, um, in golf and, and NASCAR, but in NFL, yeah. more than anything else, we're grinding Saturday, Sunday, all the way up until lock. So make Especially, sure you check it yeah, out. be up there up until lock because the late pivots, that's where that's where I think the Discord chat in NBA for late pivots before lock and also NFL before Sunday. Because we have when we go over quarterbacks right now, Kyler Murray is probably going to be a game time decision and we won't know. It is the Discord chat is awesome just for seeing how our, our experts are reacting right away to things. It is the best way to use it. So sign up with dailysports.com and the link for that if you go to the tab Academy, uh, that's where you can see the Discord chat and the link to that. So go over there at windailysports.com. Jason, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, I guess we'll we'll start real quick with just the the Kyler Murray injury. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to play. The Today's practice report is going to be really telling. He didn't practice Thursday. We'll see if he practices today. If he doesn't, to me, that means he's going to be out. But either way, you know, with, with Kyler Murray here, are we just completely – throwing him away on this one even if he does play it's like why why try and either risk it or he's not going to be 100 percent. why even put him in yeah he's not going to play there's no reason look this team is trying to win a super bowl they're not trying to win you know a game against a game the against the panthers <laughs> Listen, colt mccoy beat a, a better team last week he'll do it again against the panthers the panthers are rolling out pj walker so I don't think you have to worry about Kyler Murray. I'm not really going to attack Colt McCoy. He's $5,000. I guess he's a, a decent value game manager and knows how to work not his that, offense. I'll, I'm not going to lie. You know, San Francisco, I get it because their secondary is not good, but I don't want to test Carolina. Carolina's got a decent defense, and I don't want to test that. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, Colt McCoy can come back and do it again. I don't know. Carolina's not the spot I want to try that out with. See, my whole thing is, I think this is the week of revenge. There's so much revenge yes, on all is. these quarterbacks' minds right now. You look at the top, if you sort by you know, our, our projections here, you got Josh Allen after he got embarrassed. Like To get embarrassed by the Jaguars and then also get embarrassed by a guy named the same name as you, I thought that was pretty crazy that <laughs> the so odds funny. of someone named Josh Allen sack him 
pick him, fumble recovery. <laughs> so you got Allen in a revenge game in a great spot against the Jets. Then you got Dak Prescott in a re- not a revenge game, but just, you know, a game. They got embarrassed, man. They were about to be shut out by the Broncos. Everybody thought, you know, Dak is back. Dallas is going to be just steamrolling teams. And now he gets a great matchup against the Falcons. So, like, you got bulletin board material with both of those quarterbacks coming back. Same thing for Brady. You know, Brady had a tough loss. Now he gets the worst defense that's allowing the most points, the most points to quarterbacks for the most part. So you got him in a great spot. Then you got Aaron Rodgers, all the controversy. He gets to go against Seattle. So, like, you got four quarterbacks right there that I want shares of that I think they're primed for a good game based upon their last game or the news. And then they have a great matchup and a high over under everything points to those four quarterbacks having really good days. And you got Herbert, you know, simply in a really good matchup against Minnesota too. So like those five quarterbacks right there, I don't know if you have to go, you know, bargain shopping anywhere else. You know, the chargers want to keep pace, you know, this AFC West, every single team is either five and three or five and four, you know, so if they lose, this is a huge game for them against Minnesota. So, like, and Minnesota can score. Their defense is middle of the pack here. So, like, these five guys right here are the guys that I want to lock in on. You know, not really so interested in Jalen Hurts. You know, I think his his offense is not explosive. He doesn't have the weapons. Yes, he can run for, you know, a bunch of yards here. But I really love Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Brady, Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to stick to those five guys. Probably have, you know, equal shares or, or close to equal shares of all of them. I really don't want to play with the value guys too much. You know, Trevor Lawrence, no thank you. Heineke, no thank you. P.J. Walker, no way. Um, Mac Jones, not that interested. Teddy Bridgewater, not that interested. But I, I feel like Bridgewater would be the first guy I would go to. Simeon, Colt McCoy, no thank you. Carson Wentz, I guess so. You know, there, there's a little bit of nah, value this, there. This could be an easy, be, easy yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor take. Yeah, it's Jonathan yeah. Taylor. You know, so I'm sticking up top, man. I'm not really going to play around with any of these guys down below. It's the five guys I mentioned. I'm pretty much going to go all in on those five guys. And you know, if I had to pick one that I think really outshines it, I, I wrote up both Dak and Brady, but they're all so good, man. Herbert's in a great spot too. And like I said, they're – Aaron Rodgers is going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. And you know who to pair with Rodgers. You go to Devontae. You know, with the injuries to Antonio Brown and potentially Chris Godwin, we'll talk about wide receivers. You know who to go with with Brady. You just go right to Mike Evans here. You know, Josh Allen gets a little bit tricky. Maybe Diggs, maybe Beasley. Dak Prescott could get a little tricky. So Right. You know, that, I, Michael Gallup's back, too, by the way, this week. So that, that makes things extremely tricky for Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, so Brady might be the easiest pairing, probably the best matchup on the board. You go because I think Antonio Brady, Brown's still out, right? So that's yeah, Antonio really Brown easy. is like yeah. more so doubtful and, and yeah. probably not playing. And then Chris Godwin, like I was about to write up Chris Godwin, and he hasn't practiced the past couple of days, so we got to see. I think he rolls out there, but a little Tyler Johnson action is what you're telling me. Is that where we're going? I think I just load up on Mike Evans, but yeah, yeah oh, you have Scotty sure, Miller. Yeah. You load up on Mike Evans, you don't really think twice about it. Scotty Miller, maybe. Tyler Johnson, maybe. But plug and play Mike Evans. You know, he's he's cheap, 6900 on DraftKings. 
anytime he gets the opportunity, he's always been getting his touchdown looks, but anytime he gets the opportunity to be featured, he has a monster game. So he's in line for a really good game here um, in week 10. Yeah, there is uh, everything that you said I, I completely agree with. You do not need to look for value on the slate because this is a perfect, perfect spot for a lot of these quarterbacks. The Dak Prescott and Tom Brady, Josh Allen are all going against atrocious defenses. And because that they lost last week, they're going to want to put a little stank on the score here. Yep. And even Brady just lost against the, the Saints and he's coming off the bye week. I would actually... You know, I'm I'm big on Prescott, like, and you're getting somewhat of a reduced price on him compared to Brady. Uh, Josh Allen, yeah, he's probably he could definitely get 30 points, uh, but I want to opt away from him and go more towards these matchups. Uh, I think they're a little bit better, especially Dallas is going to be at home, uh, which helps out a little bit more. But I would I would opt for Dak and Tom Brady, and I would have a slight lean. I think with you towards Brady. This Washington defense still isn't good, and they're not getting nearly enough pressure. And if they're not getting pressure against Brady, it doesn't matter if their secondary is improved or what, they're going to get torched if they can't get the Brady. So I, I like Brady a lot here. I think he has a huge game. I'm like, could this be a 400-yard day for Brady? Like, are we looking at that? Uh, he, look, he at torched, his floor. look, he torched look. Washington when they were good last season in the playoffs. And now he didn't worse. torch him like, in the playoffs. Could, but, but look at his floor, he man. Well like, he's the had... playoffs. He had one bad game in the rain against New England. Let's take that game out of the mix. Every other game, you know, against Philly, he only scored 19. But every other game, he's over 20. He's over 30 four times. He's over 40 one time. Dude is, like, trying to win an MVP at 40 years old. He's, yeah. he's The run game never really gets too established. It's more of a pass-first offense. So, you can almost pencil in 20 points. Like you can pencil in 20 points for Brady. And with the inconsistencies of, of Josh Allen and his offense, I don't know if right now you can pencil in 20. He had a huge second half against Miami, but a rough first half there. And, you know, that offense, he threw the ball 47 times and only put up 12 points against the Jaguars. Not to say that I'm not going to play Josh Allen, but yeah, I have a slight lean of Brady over Allen a slight lean on, on Prescott over Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert. Um, but, you know, I'll have shares of all five of these quarterbacks. And, you know, it's not the easy answer. It's the right answer. You know, you're yeah. playing NFL. If you're doing single entries, you know, depending on the injuries um, to Brady's, you know, counterpart and Chris Godwin and stuff like that, um, you might want – if Godwin is out, I might come off Brady and feel a little bit safer with Dak Prescott. Because uh, he'll have all his weapons. He's playing at home in a dome. Don't have to worry about weather, all that kind of stuff. Take the discount. I think Dak, if Godwin's out, probably lean Dak. Um, great matchup against Atlanta. But if, if Godwin is in, I'd probably lean Brady. But I'll have equal shares of both those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think Prescott Brady of the two quarterbacks. I'm not going to to go for any value there. Uh, where we may be able to find some value and try to at least uh, running back. Uh, now, the big thing, uh, Dalvin Cook does seem like he's going to play. Of course, some off-the-field issues with Dalvin Cook, uh, but it does seem like he's going to play. But I don't know if I'm going – it could go there because the opponent is the Chargers and they have a terrible rush defense. But uh, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot in this one against Jacksonville. Just when it comes to some of these top running backs – uh, where are you kind of leaning towards? My lean right now is uh, Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris. If there's a way to get both these guys in, 
They're in prime spots. These are guys that you really don't have to worry about anybody vulturing, any touches, any time on the field. You know, I guess Taylor at times can be taken off the field, but Najee never comes off the field. And I wrote up Najee today um, in one of my articles I put out every week. And guy is just everywhere. You know, he's never coming off the field. And if you look at the matchups for Pittsburgh, I know they haven't looked too impressive. But they actually face some tough defense. Like they face Chicago, Cleveland, Denver, Green Bay, um, Buffalo. Had a you know a, a easy matchup against Seattle, I guess, and maybe Cincinnati. But outside of that, it was a lot of tough matchups early in the season. This is the first matchup now that they go against a bad defense. They're actually favored by a bunch of points. Game script should be in you know Harris's favor here. Their rush defense is ranked 29th. They're giving up a bunch of points, you know, total defense ranked 31 to giving up 29 points a game. So, like, everything is pointing to Najee to really have a smash game, have that upside game. He's been super consistent because the volume has just been there every single week, averaging 20 points a game. But I think this is the week that he pushes over 100 yards and breaks his, you know, his rookie record of 122 yards that he got in week five. So I think this is a week you see 125 yards uh, or more. From Najee Harris, you see one touchdown, possibly two touchdowns here. A couple of catches. He's involved in the pass game, too, if the Lions can keep pace. I think this will be an up pace for, for the Steelers here. Look, if the Eagles can put up points against the Lions, I do think the Steelers can put up points, and they actually have a run game. So I think Najee and Jonathan Taylor, man, Jonathan Taylor, you know, the best draft pick that you can potentially, you know, made early season. I'm just, I know we're only halfway through the season here, but he's looking coming good. off. Yeah. 172 yard games, three of the last four games over 100 yards. Look at the last five games 34, 31, 22, 21, 37. These are just monster games back to back to back to back. Um, and then you get to go against a defense, which I know they shut down Buffalo. That's one game. And we see weird things happen in the NFL, you know, all the time. But they're, they're still giving up 25 points a game. They're, you know, they're not a good defense. You know, Jacksonville is not a good defense. Indy's playing at home. It's a big game for Indianapolis. So they're going to rely on, you know, their best asset, their best weapon with this Jonathan Taylor. So if you can pay up, I prefer those two guys for the consistency over McCaffrey, Kamara, Dalvin Cook. Um, would I be shocked if, if Zeke and Eckler, the two most popular guys from last week, bounce back and have a good game after everybody's pissed off and nobody wants to play him Especially after I, one week. I think. I yeah. So really they're, they're game. both in great spots again. So like Zeke's price, the same, same way at 7,000 Austin Eckler's price went down, you know, Atlanta 23 ranked defense against the run Eckler, you know, going against Minnesota, their 15th ranked offense. So again, I'll, I'll take shares of those two guys, but I want more Najee, more Jonathan Taylor, and then when you you know you focus on value, the first guy that pops up, he's going to pop off on every projection model. He's he's popping off on our optimizer, popping off on a projection model as far as you know the best value on the board. It's Ernest Johnson. You know, Cleveland needs to keep winning games. They're going to try. The last time this guy got a full workload, he put up over 100 Huge yards. He's 4,700. Yeah. He's got the talent and. Cleveland's pretty much like a plug-and-play rushing offense. Like, whoever you put back there in that system, in that scheme, they'll have a good game, man. Nick Chubb is amazing. Don't get me wrong. 
but, right, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb takes full advantage of, it and he's so talented. But still, even a guy like yeah. Dearness Johnson can do something yeah. with that offense. Yeah, line. he got 22 touches against Denver when he was the featured back by himself. 146, you know, yards rushing, a touchdown, caught two passes for 22 yards. Look, he doesn't even need to get you 27 points again. I'm not expecting that. But if he gets you like 15 to 20 at 4700, you're going to need some value on this slate. This rush defense, you know, New England, it's not going to be like an up-paced game, but they're going to have to lean on him. He's the only back that's pretty much viable in Cleveland right now. So He might be the only back, legitimately. (laughs) The over-under is 45. New England's favored by two and a half. It's going to be a tight game. And just the pure volume alone, you're, you're, you're okay with 15. You can easily get 20, and there's a chance at 25 here. So it's not the same New England, like, rush defense of the pass or defense of no, the pass. No, they're actually just, a better pass defense than a rush defense. Yeah, they're 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 not that great. Um they're good in the scheme and they obviously have Belichick here, but you know, I think they still lean on their run. They don't really have too many weapons to throw the ball to and they don't have too much confidence in Baker Mayfield. So they're gonna lean on Dearness Johnson. He's forty seven hundred. That's where the value is. There's there's not much else popping up. So you're gonna have to live in the you know, the, the Zeke land, the Najee Harris at 7K range. I do like Aaron Jones, too. One other guy I'll mention at 6,900. I think he makes sense. I'm not going back to James Conner here. I know, you know. I'm with you on that. Yep. I'm not against it. I don't it, think a lot of points I'm scored not, in that that Panthers. Yeah, I'm game. not against it. I'm just not going. I'm not yeah. going that direction. I, I honestly rather play, as much as it pains me to say, I'd probably rather play Leonard Fournette, you know, hoping that all the scoring from Tampa Bay – somehow gets, you know, funneled down to, you know, big pass play, first and goal at the three, Leonard Fournette runs it in. They're up 14 or 20 in the fourth quarter, and Fournette racks up some yards. I think Fournette could kind of be sneaky there. Um, outside of that, there's really nobody that really interests me, man. It's it's really at the top end for me. We got to see what's going on with Chris Carson. Um, if he comes back and plays um, – I wouldn't play him, but if he doesn't play, no, yeah. you know, if he doesn't play, there might be some value that pops open. But it's going to ask you one question: You're you're an Eagles fan at heart. Don't any luck, Melvin, Gord- Melvin nope. Gordon? Oh, Melvin Gordon. Anybody- I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to go Jordan Howard. Uh, is he good to no, play? In? Which is no, no I, I'm not doing no, that no, no, because no, even I, though I he's playing it. well, like D- Denver's rush defense is good enough. To where like the law of averages are going to happen, where Jordan Howard is back to like three yards per carry. It's going to happen one game, and this is the game I think it happens. Uh, so no, I but I would I would lean slightly more towards Melvin Gordon uh, because That's what I think I'm saying. I think Melvin he's, he's the better pure runner at this yeah. point. He, he's and interesting, he and you know he just needs a touchdown. Yep. you know 70, 80 yards and a touchdown. And you could still run the Eagles. That's the thing. You yeah. can still do that. Yeah. And they should be winning. The Broncos should be winning here. I think they're a the better team here. I kind of like Denver in the game here at two and a half. I think that's a pretty strong play as well. Um, but yeah, I think Melvin Gordon is a way to get off potentially, you know, a chalky Dearness Johnson here at five point three. Yeah, I I don't want to go off of Dearness Johnson. I know it's going to be chalky and all that, but that's chalk I'm willing to eat if I can get four point seven k on a running back. That could potentially like it's not even. I'm not scared enough about New England's rush defense that I don't even think like. Well, if he gets the 15, that's fine. I think it could potentially be RB one on this slate. 
Like not no. the not the top, not the no. top, but he could be he could be one of the top twelve running. He absolutely could. This Cleveland rushing rushing offense is that good. Like they can run against anybody. That's what they do. They're not going to change their offense and throw Baker 30, 40 times just because they don't have a running back. And Ernest Johnson is going to take the third down. Role because there's nobody else. They're not going to put a practice squad guy in there. Obviously, they're going to have more running backs on the depth chart on game day, but Dearness Johnson is going to be out there 90% of the snaps and probably higher than that because they're not going to put a practice squad guy out in this game. Like, I know there's a little bit of like, oh, it's New England and they're great and they're going to stop them, but like, there is a potential that Cleveland can run on this team, and DeAndre Johnson is going to get so many of the carries, and with how good this offensive line is and this rushing attack is in general, he can get over 100 yards easily in this and a touchdown. You know, I, I just think he's going to be too involved that, you know, again, I'm, I don't think he's the top top point guy on the slate, but, like, in terms of RB1 of, like, top 12 running backs, uh, that, yeah, I, I think that there is a huge potential for that in this game with DeAndre Johnson. No, yeah. Listen, I thought you meant like he's gonna be number RB no, not number, number one. No, 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 no. no so. There are too many other running backs in like really good spots yeah. uh, that I would like. But no, I mean, I'm getting 4.7 k value in a guy I think that can be close to top 10 running backs and on the slate. You know, I'm, I'm gonna take that. That's that's something. Even that's a that's a chalk I'm willing to eat if I can, if it makes me you know helps me be a little bit different in other places or get guys like Mike Evans or get some some top wide receivers that uh, maybe nobody else is going for. But that's that's where I want to be. Uh, with with Dearness Johnson, I think he he's a must play at least for me. Uh, let's go to wide receivers because this is where it gets very interesting. And uh, look at that! Look who's at the top, Mike Evans. Yeah, we're all in on him, aren't we? All in. Yeah, listen, you know, Chris Godwin did not practice on Thursday. That's two practices in a row. Sixty nine hundred from Mike Evans. Even if Godwin rolls out there and finds a way onto the field which could very be, you know, very possible by Sunday. He's got a couple more days here to kind of rest up, rehab, and do what he's got to do to get on the field. But at this point in time, Evans is going to be a lock. 6,900, you're getting a discount off the top, and you're getting a number one wide receiver with number two or number three, however you want to put it right now, with Antonio Brown, Chris, Chris Godwin off the field, or maybe just a hobbled Godwin on the field. So, at 6,900, that's the first guy that I'm going to be putting in. Whether or not I'm stacking Brady, even without Brady, I'm going Mike Evans at this point. Um, if Chris Godwin is good reports Friday, good reports Saturday, healthy Sunday, then I will also you know, work in some Chris Godwin and maybe lower my exposure to Mike Evans if positive reports come out. If negative reports come out for Godwin, I'm just going to up the ante on Mike Evans. I love Devontae Adams. Like I said, I think him and Rodgers – Gonna have a little chip light on their shoulder. Yeah, they're gonna. You know, and, that secondary is bad too. Yeah, yeah. secondary is bad. I can almost guarantee he's gonna go for twenty points, if not more. Monster game here, hundred yards, a touchdown, all that kind of good stuff. Bad secondary statement game, bad loss last week. Um, so they want to come out and show that they're still, you know, one of the better teams in in their conference. So I think Adams comes out, big game. Prefer him over Diggs, prefer him over, you know, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. Not going to really go there either. Not going to go to Deontay Johnson. Keenan Allen is definitely in play. Looks like he's now 
again, the number one wide receiver in LA. It's not going to be Mike Williams' time yet. Well, I think he's hobbled. Can I, I, can I actually injured. really go back to Deontay Johnson with you? Just go ask a, a question. Let's, yeah, let's um, go for it. Because Chase Clay pulls out. Are are you not on Johnson because of maybe matchup? Is it because I think he's going to be really chalky? Uh, because it is, it's just expected he's going to get like 20 some targets because, oh, where are those targets going to go? Uh, if it's not Chase Claypool, uh, so I guess Claypool what is, is the because I think everybody's gonna have a lot of is Claypool yeah, confirmed out yet or no? Chase, yeah, Chase, I think Chase Claypool is is definitely out of this game. Okay, because as of right now, I'm seeing just missed practice again, toe on Thursday. Um, uh, yeah, okay, so I'm seeing that. I it it's pretty sure he's expected to miss miss this game. Yeah, so he's expected to be out for a few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. If, if Claypool's out, definitely ups the ante on Deontay Johnson. Maybe I can come off of, you know, you know, um, what's called uh what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Uh Najee Harris. You know, maybe I come off of some Najee to go to Deontay Johnson. He's a great value. Look, if Claypool is out, I, I like Fryermuth too. You know, I wrote him up in the tight end article, windailysports.com. You can read that completely for free. Um but yeah, Deontay Johnson at six eight hundred, he'd be the first drop off. You pair him up with Mike Evans, you're not in that top tier, but you're getting two top tier, you know, wide receivers there. So yeah, I agree with you, man. Like I won't play both Johnson and Najee together unless I'm playing Ben with and I'm going all in on Pittsburgh. Um, but I just don't see Detroit coming back and scoring enough to want to play both those guys in the same lineup. So it'd be either or for me. So in lineups that I don't have Najee. And if Claypool is out, I will play some right, Deontay yeah. Johnson or Fire Moves. I think he's just he's a real deal out there, man. Making tough catches. Ben loves him. Getting red zone opportunities too. So I like either of those two guys. Um, then you got to see what's going on with you know Dallas. It looks like everybody's going to be healthy here, so I'm kind of off of that train. But Amari Cooper is super cheap too, so like you can't just discredit the price at 6200. I think he's in play too. It might open things up for him to have another wide receiver out there, you know, open and causing the secondary to not be able to double Cooper or CeeDee Lamb. So I think Cooper's in a good spot here too at 6,200. Um, the upper tier is great. You know, those guys that we mentioned is great. If Chris Godwin is out, either Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller at 3K, 3,300, somewhere in that range, will open up some value too. So the top end, is going to be Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, Keenan Allen for me. I heard some rumors um, that they're going to try to get Justin Jefferson the ball. Oh, smart idea, get him the ball. Yeah. Um, they're not targeting <laughs> him the last two games. Five targets the last game, four targets the game It's before. unreal, and the first the first catch he had was like a 50-yard touchdown pass last yeah. week. So and they, like, they didn't go back to him. He was getting close to double-digit targets, you know, through the first six weeks on average, you know, 14-target game, 11, 10, and then some 9, 8, 7-target games. So, like, they were targeting him early. They start losing some games, and they get away from, you know, targeting him five targets last week, four targets a week before. He's sneaky, GPP only. He'd be a good stack if you're running Herbert, running back with Justin Jefferson. Go Herbert, Keaton Allen, Jefferson. Nice little mini stack. I'll play him more in stacks or game stacks than as a one-off. But he's definitely interesting. Terry McLaurin, I'm not going to pay up for him with all those other guys around him. I know it could be a good spot. Again, maybe Just play him. Just his quarterback. Just his yeah, quarterback. Play him in lineups that you stack up Tom Brady and Mike Evans and want to run back. 
then you go McLaurin. But I wouldn't really play him as a one-off. Um, it's not a lot of value on this slate as of right now. So look to Tampa Bay for some value. Make sure you check back with us on our expert chat, you know, throughout the week, Saturday, Sunday, you know, on Discord, and see what other value opens up. Like right now in our projection model, Jacoby Myers is popping at 4,800. Um, St. Brown at 3,800. You know, James Washington, I like that call. Again, if you're not going Deontay and you're not going Brian Muth, James Washington at 3,500, you know, he's posing as a a good value as of right now. we got to confirm on Claypool, but if Claypool is 100% out, he's a guy that can step up there. I'll make that call to say because he was considered week to week. I mean, the the initial injury was that – you know, they thought it was season-ending at first. So I, I think it's going to be week to week, and I think he's going to be out this week. So I I think James Washington would be completely fine. Uh, that just depends on how you think that, like, Pittsburgh-Detroit game is going to go uh, because I think it's a little bit closer than the 8.5. Uh, but if it turns out to be like it did against Chicago, you know, I'd be completely fine with putting in James Washington in a game like that, you know, where they kind of – where Pittsburgh kind of has to, you know, either keep a lead or the game's going to be a little bit close – or maybe down early, and Ben Roethlisberger needs to throw his way out of it. Uh, I, I'm all right with James Washington. I'm really close because I love Tyler Johnson, and to see him, you know, to see that he's projected for almost 12 points, that he's 3.3K, that he's going up against Washington, you know, that it's may, maybe just going to be Mike Evans, uh, Scotty Miller, and Tyler Johnson, that makes things really appealing because when at least one of Godwin, Brown, or Evans have been out, the next guy up who's gotten the majority or at least a, a, a noticeable bump up in targets has always been Tyler Johnson. So what happens if he's potentially the number two receiver? That That's a little bit appealing to me. You know, I obviously, I think you're right. I have to just see what's, what's going on with Chris Godwin. But it's really appealing that he could be the number two receiver there. No, yeah. Look, he's popping for a reason. I think if, if Godwin is out, I'm going to be looking that way. You know, yeah. it's cheap. You're going to need value somewhere. The Ernest Johnson is pretty much the only value on the slate right now at the running back position. We need some value to open up a wide receiver, and that looks like the clearest path right now with Godwin, you know, really shaky right now, missing a couple practices in a row here. So if Godwin is out, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, those are two guys that we'll be looking at for value because, look, the Bucks are projected to score 30. Um, and if not them with Claypool – you know, going to be out. You have James Washington at, at 3,500 too. Hasn't really done much this, this season so far, but, you know, those targets will come against Detroit in a number two spot for Pittsburgh right now. Like I said, I, I don't really want to load up on Pittsburgh, but I will get yes. a share or two. Yeah. And look, Deontay Johnson is still 6,800. It, it's affordable. It's not like you're breaking the bank. You can definitely get a lineup with Johnson and Mike Evans together and, you're saving a thousand or two on both those guys. So I like that call. I think you can build that way. Even if you take a top end running back, like we spoke about, like I wouldn't play Najee in this lineup, but if you go Jonathan Taylor and Dearness Johnson, uh, I'm going to pull that up right now. You still got 4,700 across the board. If you throw in one of the cheap defenses, I'm just going to throw in anybody for right now, but you throw in like a 23, $2,400 defense. You know, maybe you go with Tennessee at 2600 Now you're up to 5200 You go with a cheaper tight end, somewhere in the 3K range. Um, you will have the opportunities to still go back and play Dak. And 
that's a good little core of, a, of an offense right yeah, there. Yeah, I like so, that. I like that a lot. It works. Yeah. It works. Uh, what also works is signing up at winddailysports.com, and you can do so. I'd honestly be really interested, too. I, not, this would be a little bit dirty, but Ray Ray, Ray McLeod would be the third wide receiver. He's got a little bit of speed. He's their, like, punt kick returner, and now you move the third. So I'd be interested with Pittsburgh with Ray Ray McLeod. But you can check out everything at winddailysports.com if you just sign up, gold membership, join the Discord chat, go to winddailysports.com, go to the Academy tab, tab and then all the way on the right side you will see the discord chat and there you can talk with our experts get some lineup advice and ask any questions you may have but if you sign up for a gold membership you can get the projection model you can get the optimizer as well as jason is doing we all use the optimizer jason was literally just using it to see if he can find up some any good lineup combinations it is the best way to set a lineup on an nfl Sunday. Also, be sure Sunday morning, 11 a.m., Sticks and Ghost on our YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe there as well. All right, let's go over to tight ends. Top projected guy is Kyle Pitts. I actually don't mind Pitts here, but I think we can find some other spots. Where are you looking at in terms of tight end? And honestly, man, Zach Ertz is actually doing well enough. There's a solid base. I don't know no, if you want to no, go no, with that against no Carolina. Man, he's been getting tired. I'm I'm surprised with how much they've actually been involving him. Uh, but where are we going? There are there are a lot of spots here to uh, uh look up top. To like. Yeah, up top, Kyle Pitts is in play, man. Like the first game Ridley was out, everybody's like Kyle Pitts is a must play. You got to go play him. He lays an egg. Then last week, half the people who played him the week prior with Ridley out again. They played him, didn't have a great game. Now nobody's going to play him, you know, who played him the last two times. And the matchup is good enough. He's going to be the highest projected, you know, tight end on the slate with no Kelsey or Waller or Kittle. So Kyle Pitts at 5,800, again, it's affordable. That same lineup bill that I just put out there before, he can fit in that lineup. Um, I love that. He yeah, can work just, in that lineup. So he's it's not he's like, one of those because, you know, Waller and Kelsey would be up to like 6K, 7K. Yeah, you know, Kyle so Pitts to me has that kind of like ceiling of a 6, 7K type tight end. He's yeah, in this spot, at this spot, you know, they're going to be playing from behind. If Dak shows up, this Dallas offense shows up. So at 5.8, you're getting like an, a mid-tier wide receiver. Um, in your tight end spot, and like I said, there's ways to find value. You punk, you you plug in one three thousand dollar wide receiver, you plug in Dearness Johnson, you plug in a cheap defense, and now Kyle Pitts fits in your build. So Pitts is at the top. I will have shares of him. You know, I'm not really going to go to T.J. Hawkinson. I think Pittsburgh's defense is good. Um, Goddard, Goddard is in play. I do like Firemuth again. I think he is going to be the best value on the board. Um, with Claypool out in a situation against Detroit, easy, soft matchup, red zone targets. Um, fading Najee Harris is going to be risky, but you can still play Fryermuth with Najee Harris or playing without. I think he's a great one-off at $3,900. He's just involved, man. He's involved making tough catches, and his role is going to be extended now with Claypool being out. So at 3900 I think he's the best and safest value on the board. I think he should actually be your cash tight end. I think that's the best way to play it. But like I said, Pitts is another guy that he can go out there in this matchup and put up 20 points or more 
and he's probably the only guy on the slate that can do it. Take a shot or two on Jared Cook, 3,200. You know, if you're not going to play Keenan Allen or Eckler or Mike Williams, good little matchup against Minnesota, high over under there. Um, outside of those guys, again, if you want some value, Tyler Conklin, he's getting more and more targets for Minnesota. He's in play. Dalton Schultz, I think he's still in play, even if Gallup does go here. They need to move the ball. He's getting enough targets here. So Schultz will be the last guy I had, but probably not even going to go to Schultz. If I'm going to, you know, if I make it to Schultz, I'll find a way to go up there and get Pitts. Um, if I don't play Kyle Pitts, I probably don't play Schultz, and I probably drop down to Fryermuth. So I'll have the most shares of Fryermuth and Kyle Pitts, and then I'll sprinkle in, like I said, I'll sprinkle in some some Jared Cook, Tyler Conkin, and a share uh, of Dalton Schultz. There's a couple I want to mention. Uh, Dan Arnold has been really consistent, and I don't think it's – Indianapolis isn't, like, the worst matchup. Look, the the Jets were able to, even though in garbage time, put up 30 points. You know, I don't think it's a terrible matchup, but I just – with, uh, with gosh, DJ Chark out, uh, they are very thin in terms of pass catchers that Jamal Agnew is getting targeted a lot. But Agnew is just so bad. Uh, so it, it turns out that like Dan Arnold becomes their second-best option behind Marvin Jones. Uh, so I think there's a somewhat safe floor there with Dan Arnold. Uh, he's getting targeted a lot. And since Jerry Judy has come back, we and because he's been on the COVID list, we haven't heard a lot of Noah Font. But I would be, I'd be fine taking my chances on, on a tight end against the Eagles, and especially one that's that talented. There is a lot, of course, to go around in Denver. And who knows how good their passing offense is going to be. But the Eagles have given up a lot of passing yards to quarterbacks this season. And I think Teddy Bridgewater could have a somewhat decent day. Font, to me, gets some red zone targets. They target him a lot. I mean, two, there were two tight ends for the Chargers, Parham and Cook, that both had double-digit fantasy points. Like, they, the tight ends were being heavily targeted with the Chargers. And they have a lot to throw around as well. You know, they have Mike Williams. They have Keenan Allen. But it just turns out that, like, they can't cover tight ends. So, I don't know, Jason. I, I'm actually interested in what you think about that because it, it's a little bit risky because there is, there's a lot to go around now in Denver with Judy back. Yeah, that's why, like, I, I wanted to talk about Cortland Sutton a little bit. I wanted to talk about Jerry Judy a little bit, you know. And Tim Patrick is now involved. He, I know. He had the that's right, too. Tim Patrick is doing He had the big yeah. game last week, you know, for this offense. So, that's a tough thing right now. Like, yeah, Font. 4.3 makes a lot of sense. Cortland Sutton and Judy both in the 5K range. They make some sense too. I want to attack Philly here. It's just there is a lot of mounts to feed, and it's still it's Teddy so Bridgewater. You yeah. know, so like yeah. it's not like you have a prolific passer, and they're going to lean on a run too with Melvin Gordon here. So I do think somebody from the Broncos hits value or exceeds value. If I had to take a guess, that person would be Melvin Gordon and you need more value at the running back position than any other position right now and yep. potentially getting off a chalky uh, Dearness Johnson. So I think Gordon would be my first play from Denver. Then I would I would probably resort to one of the wide receivers, probably Jerry Judy. And then if that didn't work out or I didn't want to build with those two guys, then Noah Font would be the third option in his offense because I do want to attack Philly. Um, Denver is projected to score – you know, 24, not the best total, but it's definitely up there here. So somebody from this offense could have a good day. I think it's Melvin Gordon, but I wouldn't be shocked if Noah Font found his way in the end zone. 
Yeah, that one's really going to be interesting to figure out, and we can all figure it out together here, winddailysports.com. This is all sponsored by the Sharp app, by the way. Go to sharp.link, and that link will take you to all the ways you can download the Sharp app, Google Play Store, Apple App Store, wherever you download your apps. That is where you can find it, sharp.link. And, again, uh, winddailysports.com. Get a gold membership optimizer projection model. Uh, Sticks and Ghosts are going to be live Sunday morning at 11 a.m., but also be in the Discord chat with us uh, as we get closer to kickoff in the NFL. So any late uh, late injury news comes in or you have some late lineup decisions, ask away over in the Discord chat. Our experts will be in there. It's a great bunch. And even uh, the community helps out a lot. Uh, win daily sports and hey maybe jason can give you a five thousand dollar play <laughs> as hope well so, man. Hope so. <laughs> two weeks at in a row zero. let's see at a, at a zero this week man yeah, let's, let's go for fifty thousand yeah. let's go for fifty thousand <laughs> that is it for us uh, also tonight college football super flex with joel he'll be live tonight eight o'clock giving you some college football dfs plays that's all here at win daily sports 